For far too long, injury lawyers have cared way too much about money and boosting their egos, and not enough about the people they serve. That stops now. Welcome to the Mutrux Firm Injury Lawyers Podcast, where trial lawyer Tyson Mutrux cuts through the BS and gives you practical takeaways to get you back on your feet, settle your case, and get on with your life. No fluff, no ego. And now, here's your host, Tyson Mutrux. Welcome back to the Mutrix Firm Injury Lawyers Podcast. I'm Tyson Mutrix, and today I'm going to talk about what happens if a witness is unavailable for your trial. Now, this usually comes up in a situation where your case is set for trial. It's been set for months. It's usually how it is. They're usually set for months. We've notified the witness that they we, we anticipate to call them at trial. So we tell them to set aside some time and then we're contacted uh, fairly late in the game and we're told, hey, I'm not available. What do we do at that point? We do have a few different options. Now, if you're that particular witness, then we're going to be wanting to request a continuance right away. If it's a key witness that we absolutely want to have in trial, testifying live, then what we'll do is we'll want to make sure that um, we do everything we can to get them there, or if we can't, ask for a continuance. So the, that, that I just want to start with that part of it. You want to assess it from, okay, are they necessary to be in the seat in front of the, ju- in front of the jury live? Uh, after that, if us just kindly asking them, uh, and if we don't think that a continuance is possible, then what we will do is we will subpoena that witness. And at that point, they don't have an option, right? They must show up to trial. They they don't have an option as to whether or not they, they will or won't show up. We will subpoena them. And you, you might say, well, why, don't, why didn't you just subpoena them from the beginning? Well, uh, a subpoena is a rather harsh thing that you have to have served on someone. And these are your witnesses that you want to testify on your behalf and you want to be as as really friendly to them as possible, unless they're a hostile witness and you don't really care, right? But in, in a lot of situations, you want these people to testify on your behalf. But let's say that that is not something that's optimal. Well, another thing you can do is you can depose the witness. So, so what you can do is you can, even at the last minute, you can say, hey, I'm deposing you tomorrow. Let's get this thing done so you can't test, so, since you can't testify at trial. So what, that's what you do as you depose that witness you know, you do the exact same questions that you would do in a jury trial. You ask the same questions. You go through the same process. Defense counsel is going to object. There's not going to be a judge there. It's going to be like a normal deposition where it's you, the witness, defense counsel, court reporter. That's that's who's going to be in the room. And you're going to ask all the questions and you're going to video it. You can't. You don't have to video it, but if you're going to use it for trial, you're definitely going to want to video it. We video most of our depositions anyway. So we're, we're equipped to do that. If that is not possible, if you're not able to get that deposition in time before trial, then you're going to file a motion to continue and you're going to, you're going to beg the judge to continue it if the defense counsel objects to it. Usually if defense counsel doesn't object 
And if you're asking for a continuance, it, it goes both ways. If they're if they have witness issues on their side too, so this I'm, this really applies to both sides. But let's say that um, you know both sides consent to it, then the judges most of the time, unless it's a really 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 old case, most of the time they're going to go ahead and continue it. Now, if the judge does not grant the continuance, whether it's the whether the other attorney objects or doesn't, right? You do have an option as a plaintiff where if you've not dismissed the case before, you could dismiss it without prejudice and refile it later. So once you've dismissed it, you have a year to refile the case. Is that optimal? Absolutely not. But is it necessary in some cases? Absolutely. If you've already dismissed it once, and if you're past the statute of limitations, you cannot dismiss it again. If you're within the statute of limitations, in Missouri, it's five years, Illinois, it's two years. But in Missouri, if it's it's, it's five years, let's say you've dismissed it once. Um, in theory, now this is risky, in theory, you could, you could dismiss it a second time, um, but you would need to get either consent by defense counsel or you'd have to get approval by the judge in a, and have a, an order that, that specifically says you can refile it. You don't really want to do that. That's certainly not the most optimal thing you want to do but those are your options um if you have any questions about that and hopefully you're not listening to this in a pinch but um if, if you're one of our clients we'll explain to you as to why why we think one approach is better um compared to the others but uh if you do have any questions about that give us a call 888-550-4026 888-550-4026. You can also check out our YouTube channel and our Facebook page. We have a lot of great explainer videos and a lot of other great information that we share there on a regular basis. Alrighty, make it a great day. We'll see you. Thank you for listening to the Mutrux Firm Injury Lawyers Podcast, a production of Mutrux Firm, LLC. We offer a free 30-minute strategy session to discuss your personal injury case. You can ask us anything free of charge. Call 888-550-4026 to schedule your call or use the link in the show notes. If you're trying to handle your personal injury case on your own and running into issues with the insurance adjuster or not getting the treatment you need, try these three things. One, don't give a recorded statement. Two, ask your doctors to do your treatment on a lien. And three, don't negotiate with the adjuster prior to getting all of the treatment you need. Check out our YouTube channel for more helpful tips where we have hundreds of how-to and explainer videos or go to TysonMutrucks.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.